Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I am your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. We have an awesome guest today. He is a person who has grown several companies, including one to 1.5 billion in annual sales. He often speaks to audiences of thousands of budding entrepreneurs. And in, and in recent years, this man has also become a top leader and producer in the network marketing industry. So let us welcome my friend, Paul Capozia. How are you doing today, Paul? Good, Victor. How are you, man? I am so excited that we get to do this. You know, uh, because I don't know if people realize, but we have become friends and we goof around a little bit. So this is going to be fun uh, because I, I just I enjoy like hanging out with you. So uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. No, absolutely. I definitely enjoy, you know, our, you know, our mostly daily calls on the clubhouse system and uh, sure. def definitely love all the value that you share. So I definitely wanted to get you on the show because I think you could share a lot of wisdom that could help a lot of people out there. So I'd like to get started, Paul, by just asking you, just share your story, how you got, in, got into the network marketing industry. I know you have a sales background, corporate practice. So just, I'd like you to go all into that. So, so, you know, share your story with us. Sure, sure. So before I do that, though, I have to say something about you, because I think you have a lot of fans that do the entrepreneurs visiting with Victor. But I don't know if the people who don't follow you on Clubhouse or really know you that you're an amazing trainer, an amazing content provider. So, you know, you let us shine on your show. I mean, I've seen you done Doug and Angel and, and some of the other top, you know, mega top level network marketers, but you are in your own right, a, a top level network marketer, your, your, your insight, we help a lot of people on Clubhouse, right? And they come through and we always have those things to add. And you're always in the top three, top four uh, of all of us just giving great content. So I think it's important because I think people, uh, you know, people got to realize you're not just this talk show host, right? You are, you. I mean, you do it every single day. And I, that's something I want to talk about because I want to talk about mentors um, a little bit before this is over. But I'll give you my story. So Sure. And thank you. Was, thank you for that, Paul. I appreciate it. No, no, you're very welcome. You know, I'm a big fan. So, you know, I mean, so your fans are going to have to deal with me being a fan. <laughs> so um, a little bit of my story. So born and raised in New Jersey, Hoboken, New Jersey. And when after Frank Sinatra was born in Hoboken and after he invented baseball in Hoboken, because I don't know if people realize that mm -hmm. after that, all the potential was sucked out of that town other than real estate. So I was just on my own, right? It was nothing else great coming out of Hoboken at the time other than great restaurants and really expensive real estate. So I was a street kid, you know? Uh, we moved into the suburbs of New Jersey and, um, you know, I just did what every kid did. I started working construction. Guys, I've never spent a day in college until I was asked to speak in one about four or five years ago on entrepreneurship. But while I was doing construction, I said, I need to do something better. I need to own my own company, right? I was never crazy about, I've been a 1099 independent contractor, business owner since the age of 23 years old. So when I started doing construction, I needed to make payroll for my, uh, for my employees. 
And one of my neighbors who was a plumber said, oh my God, I don't know how to do payroll. I just got in trouble with the IRS. I got to make sure I do all those control things. And I hired a girl and we started a payroll company because all of these contractors were needing this service. Well, that company grew into about a $25 million a year company in payroll and benefits. And I sold that company to a major company out of New York City. And when I went to the guy and he said, well, what are you going to do now after I sold the company? I said, well, I'm going to go build another one and come back and sell it to you. And he said, no, 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 that's way too expensive. Let's work together. And I went on as an independent, but as the president of sales and marketing for that company, I said, as long as I can get paid 1099 and I don't have to feel that I'm an employee of yours, I will do it. And we grew that company to $1.5 billion top line revenue. We went on the NASDAQ stock exchange. I was incremental in getting the company listed on the stock exchange. And then from there, we also did a ton of acquisitions. But um, about seven years ago, the bankers and the company got into a really bad jam. And it was a irreconcilable differences. It was just a horrible divorce that they literally shut the company down. So in three months, a $1.5 billion NASDAQ traded company was gone and I was out of a job. Fortunately, I moved all my clients because I was a sales guy into my own company and we landed on our feet. But that's when I started to think about network marketing because I always poo-pooed it. I always felt it was not a real business. You couldn't make real money in it. And, um, you know, it was just something other people did. I'm a real businessman, right? Mm. But I realized when I got upended, the multiple streams of income and all the things that people talk about really hit me home in reality. And about three years ago, four years ago, I lined myself with a company. And within five months, we took it to the top of that company, top rank. And I learned network marketing on the fly. And now here we are you know, one of the top network marketers in the world. We do a lot of training because I just focused on one thing, making myself and my company successful. And if you do that, you know, the ups and downs don't seem so bad. So that's a little bit of my story. I'm sorry it went a little long there, but it's a journey really into how I discovered it. And to be honest with you, my number one thing right now is my network marketing business. I still have other businesses. My staffing company still does over $100 million a year, but network marketing is my main thing because that's where I make the most money. Well, that's awesome. And thanks for sharing that whole story because people understand what led to the journey to network marketing. Like, and number one, sometimes you come across people that are negative. Don't give up on those people because there are probably some people who reached out to you in the past. You said, no, they probably gave up on you. And then other people reach out to you and they didn't give up on you. And because you're with them, they're making money because of that. But other people give up you. If they're not giving up on you and they had waited another year or two or three, who knows? They might be making money with you. So you just never know. Some things people. Situations change, as we just saw with Paul now. His situations change. Your company went bankrupt. Uh, but you had all these clients. So you, you put them into another system. And then that's that's when you looked, start, started taking a serious look in that market. So it, it's a great example how people's situations can change. So you never know. No often means not yet. Maybe two, three, five years down the road, things can change. And because your situation changed, you took a look and now you're a very successful network marketer. I think it's a great yeah, it's example. Really not that, it's, it's, not as if, it's not that network marketing isn't ready for you. It's that you're not ready for network marketing. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to go into that, but I, I wanted to say something about that a little bit because, um, you know, when you, when you consider this and going through, there's two types of people, right, on the negative side of this thing. There's cynics, and I'm going to give you advice. If you're a network marketer and you're watching this, a cynic 
I don't even put them on my my list to, to talk to them again. Cynics are just very negative people, never get out of their own way. Now, a skeptic can hide as a cynic, right? Seeming very negative. But let me tell you what a skeptic is. I was a skeptic, okay? And a skeptic will be your most powerful network marketer on your team because here's what a skeptic mm -hmm. is. I don't want to be made a fool of. Don't make me get into this business and it's really not what you say it is. And if I'm going to go talk to all my friends and they're going to say, what are you doing this now? You're a, uh, you have, we're in a multi-billion dollar company and now you're doing this network marketing thing. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to be made a fool of. And that's what a skeptic is. Because when a skeptic becomes empowered and, and believes because you've taken all the doubt away, and that could be because of the effectiveness of your products or service. It could be the fact that they're, they're, they're getting income or both is the, is the perfect storm. They are going to be very powerful because they've removed all doubt. So skeptics work with cynics. Meh, I toss them to the curb. No, and thanks for clarifying that. Always be willing to talk to, to skeptics because, hey, they just don't want to be made a fool of. Cynics, don't waste your time with. So thanks for yeah. sharing that. No, and 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 because a lot of people are just afraid to talk to any kind of those people, anyone that's you know skeptical at all. This thing, now oh, why should I even bother? They're not going to listen to me. You just don't know. But if you can show them that it's a great product, it's a great opportunity, it's a great company, something might click in them, and they say, okay, this makes sense. I'm I want to learn more. So yeah, definitely. If you could show skeptics that this is something good for them, uh, there's a good chance you may be able to get them to work with you. So I think that that's a very Great example. So thanks for sharing that with us, Paul. No problem. And, uh, no. So so basically, you got into the network marketing uh, area. You were focused on. You wanted to make it work. And and actually, you know, because you know, you have a big corporate background. You did a lot of sales. You worked in a lot of different companies. So actually, talk about you know approaching people who are leaders in corporations. You know, directors, managers, district leaders. Sure. Because a lot of network marketers, they're afraid to go to people who are successful, they figure, you know what, I can, this person will never want to join. I don't even want to buy, I'm afraid to, because this person is making three times as much money as I am. Why would this person want to join me? So what would you recommend to people as to how to approach those kind of leaders and corporations? Well, it's my story, right? In a nutshell, yeah. if you think yeah. about it, because I probably, if I just got into network marketing, I would have probably never tried to recruit somebody like me. Right. But then again, I was the one who needs it most. So let's talk about the chicken list. Let's talk about the mm -hmm. person you don't think the big real estate agent in town or the attorney in town. I love talking to them. Mm -hmm. Here's why most people are afraid to make that phone call, because we mistake their busy schedule with them being either rude or not. They have to do time management. So most of the time, I, I don't have any time. I'm not I'm too busy right now. You got to make an appointment with my secretary. If you can understand that the reason is not you, okay? Um, here's the thing I, I try to tell people. Um, your opinion of me is none of my business, right? So I don't care what they think because I know what I'm doing and I know what I can accomplish for them. But here's the funny thing. You'll find more cynics that are not successful than you will find. Now, you may get that top lawyer in town, and I trust me, if he's an open-minded business individual, I love lawyers that also own real estate. I love um, uh, real estate agents who do fix and flip. I love the ones that are more entrepreneurial in their thinking. So if you wanted to kind of break it down of who a good target or a 
prospect profile, it would not just be a lawyer. And by the way, if he's 85 years old and he's ready to retire. So, you know, narrow in your focus a little bit, do a little bit of, of prospect profiling. And you have this, um, uh, and this works for anything. It works for, it doesn't just work for network marketing. It works for any type of sales, but most people, um, that are in business like to talk business. Most people that are in business have looked at, at, at things. Most lawyers who have a side business are probably because they were doing a case. And during that case, something generated was a divorce and they had a building, a commercial building, and they wanted to sell it. And the lawyer said, hey, I'll buy that. And they got become entrepreneurial, right? So you need to tap into that side of them and say, listen, what are you doing to diversify? Right. Do you want to be in your office? I drive by your office and 1130 at night. I see your light on in your office. All the other lights are off, but I see the light on your office. Tell me about that a little bit and talk to them and say, look, I don't mind talking to you at 11 o'clock tonight because I know you're busy, but I really want you to take a look at something. And when you lay it out, the worst thing you're going to get is. You know, Paul, this is a really, really good idea. It's just not for me. And here's why. But they truly evaluate it. You know, if you're trying to get your brother-in-law who's sitting on the couch eating chili with his fingers because he's too lazy to get up and get a spoon, I'm telling you, the lawyer is a much easier conversation because they're business-minded. Doctors who own the building that they have their practice in, right? Doctors who, when you, know, you walk into a chiropractor's office and they have a bunch of retail mm -hmm. products there, and maybe he's selling some sort of a electronic stimulation unit, those are the type of people, you know? So you really got to prospect profile a little bit. I'm no. sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about that topic. No, and I think that's great because those kind of people, like chiropractors, dentists, real estate agents, right? they're dealing with clients and patients. So number one, they already know a good number of people. And these are people they could talk. When you explain to them that the, their clients, their patients are people they can talk to the business about, you know, that could get them thinking. And like you said, a lot of these successful, they're real, a lot of these people, entrepreneurs, they have their own businesses. They often right. are looking for additional stream of income. When you can show that this isn't a stream of income, which they could already use on their database, which they currently have, I think a lot of them would be very open-minded to it. And how about this? What about a bankruptcy attorney? And say, mm -hmm. listen, that's a good source of potential people that they need to get their life back on track financially, right? I love working with bankruptcy attorneys because now they could recommend a solution to, to get these. But what does a bankrupt attorney do? He basically puts everything on hold. He settles debt out for them for pennies on the dollar so they can restart their life. And what a better way to restart your life than having a small business, right? And network marketing fits the bill because, geez, you just went through bankruptcy. I don't think you have an extra million dollars laying around to invest in real estate. So for a few hundred dollars and, and a lot of sweat equity, you can be, you, you could be on your way to that recovery, Okay. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. It makes makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I want to go, I want to go a little bit deeper sure. into, I want to mm -hmm. just go a little bit deeper because I do a whole training on how sure. to sponsor uh, business owners, influencers, people like that, <clears throat> where you, you need to be conscious of what they're doing. But think about this. If you mm -hmm. went to a business owner and he owns pizzerias, this is, he opens his second pizzeria and you, you walk in the door when he's got the grand opening banners up there and you walk in the door and say, Hey, would you like to join my network marketing business? What do you think he's going to say? Right. He's going to say, are you kidding me? I'm serving pizza. It's my grand mm -hmm. opening day. And you're going to talk about wrong timing. And it's mm -hmm. too late now. He's made the commitment to go down that road. He may have taken $250,000 of his profits yep. to dump into this new uh, location. Right. And on top of that, 
he's spending extra time because now he's running two locations or he's going to hire a manager mm-hmm. who doesn't really have the heart for it like he does because mm-hmm. it's not his business. There's a, dim- a law of diminishing returns. But mm-hmm. if I get to that pizzeria guy when he's talking to me about, hey, I'm thinking about opening up another location and I'm going to say, Luigi, I'm Italian, so I could use I could use those. I could, I could say that mm-hmm. I say, Luigi, listen, do me a favor. Before you do that, I want you to consider something. If I could show you a way that you could retain all your operating capital right? Start generating an income without any major risk. Would you take a serious look at it before you pull the trigger? I know you love pizza, but let me tell you, you know, you're not getting any younger either. Would you at least take a look at it? That's the approach. Mm-hmm. A real estate, hey, I, you're a real estate agent. I know you love real estate and you want to do fix and flip. Well, if I could show you a way to not have any, to have um, a weekly or monthly, depending on what your pay plan is, weekly or monthly positive cash flow without any outlay for real estate, property taxes, not have to deal with tenants, does that make sense? Would you at least take a look at it? Great. Let's get together on Wednesday. We'll do a quick Zoom call. I want to bring my partner on. I'm a big proponent of the three-way call and we'll talk to you about it. Sorry, you give me a really great things to think about. So no, no, absolutely, and you have a lot of great ideas. That's why I wanted to on today's show because you can give a lot of great ideas to people. Because there are a lot of people out there who are either just getting started in network marketing or been doing it for a while, and they're saying, "I don't know where to find people to talk to." So you're giving them some ideas right sure. now. So in fact, why don't you share some more ideas, both offline and online, because uh, you're very good at finding potential prospects everywhere so I because I know that's one of the biggest issues a lot of network marketers have saying I don't know where to find it or talking to prospects they say I don't know who to talk to I don't know anyone so you already shared some great examples so if you could share some more that'd be really awesome well you know we're both personally friends with a lot of I mean yes there's a lot of a lot of us make seven figures in network marketing right or have made seven figures uh, or six figures um there we are personal friends who make you know, eight figures in network marketing, Mm -hmm. right? A year, right? So we know these people. And here's what I'm going to tell you. They're not buying these computer systems and these funnel systems and they're getting on the phone with people. Here's the magic secret. I know that when I'm talking to people and I see their friends with another friend of mine who I know makes $10 million a year in network marketing, and we're both friending that person within 24 to 48 hours because something triggered that, that we, we say, hey, this is a good person. Maybe we heard them on Clubhouse. Maybe we saw them with a great Facebook post. When I see an eight-figure earner in network marketing, friending the same people I'm friending, I know I'm doing the right thing. Because you think they're sitting on an island somewhere, right? With a, with a drink in their hand. Yeah, they are, but they're still doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's got to be in your blood. It's not about that you need to worry about your business falling apart. It's what we do. So here's the secret. BFF, be friends first. If you keep, I love when my people call me up and say, well, when do I get around to sending them my video? When do, what's the perfect thing to send them? How do I send them my link? When do I send them my link? You will know, just like when you fell in love, you knew it because you developed a conversation. And I will tell you, I will coach anyone in network marketing who is not having the success they need. And if they just look, I'll save you a lot of money because we all charge a lot of money to train people. I'll save you a ton of money right now. Build up to 100 conversations as fast as you possibly can, okay? 
and never, and, and you need to start talking to people like you know them for 10 years. I said this on Clubhouse today. You need to talk to people as if you have a 10 year standing relationship with them and stop worrying about those antiseptic, calculated, scripty sounding things because you have commission breath. So what you need to do is genuinely be interested in that dog. Oh my God, I gotta tell you, you posted about this dog today. Somebody posted today, um, a dog and the dog was look was sitting in the passenger seat of a car and he had like a smirk on his face looking and he says the minute your dog I, I forgot what the phrase was but I thought it was the coolest post and I text that guy I said dude that's the funniest post I've seen all day about the dog not believing you you know that he's going to the vet he's not going to the vet yeah we're really going to the park and he's got this smirk on his face how I mean the dog was making a perfect face that was a genuine I laughed out loud I text the guy and I said, this is the funniest thing I said all day. He's proud of it. I'm complimenting him. And now we start a conversation. Um, a good friend of ours, Austin Zuloff, right? Mm -hmm. Austin Zuloff, great trainer, been in network marketing for years. He always says, marry the process, divorce the outcome. You got to stop worrying about when's the right time and just engage in conversations. I promise you, get to 100 conversations back and forth. Some people will be very engaging and you have chemistry. Some they won't. Guess what? Flip those off. Now you want to have your goal is to have a hundred active conversations that are going to generate active conversations into when you could finally get to the exposure. When you get to the exposure, you're going to get into the follow-up and then you're going to get to the decision and you're moving these people along this channel and you have to relax. But if you never do, I promise you, if you're not sponsoring, it's because you're not having enough conversations. I don't care who you, who, who you, if you talk to Ray Higdon or you talk to uh, Eric Worre or mm -hmm. any of these people, Okay. Amazing people, right? Todd Falcone, great friend of mine. What does he do? Mm -hmm. We talk to each other on the phone. We have conversations. These are all top people, right? That I recommend by the way, too. Um, but they're having conversations with people on a regular basis. And then that's eventually going to turn into, Hey, have you ever considered X? Have you ever considered your product? Have mm -hmm. you ever considered your business? Have you ever considered a business? And you'll get that conversion because you've developed what do we do? We do be business with people we like, we know, and we trust, mm -hmm. right? Now, you've heard all of this stuff before from people smarter than me, but are you doing it? And you, by the way, even if you're a real estate agent or you're an attorney, guess what? An attorney still has to be a salesperson to bring people in the door, right? So, you know, yes, eventually you'll become a good enough attorney that you may have enough business because like, oh my God, the guy kept me out of jail or oh my God, the guy sued me next door because my dog bit him and I didn't lose my dog and I didn't lose my house. So that's going to, but until you build up your reputation, you need to be communicating with people. I you hope that, that helped. No, I thought that was absolutely brilliant, Paul, because I think a big problem is a lot of people are not talking to enough people. You're talking to one or two people a week. That's not going to cut it. Like you said, you the have to be talking. Yeah, you need to be talking to a hell of a lot more people. You know, you talk to, you say have a hundred people in that pipeline. The more people you talk to, the more your business is going to grow. And you got to keep, like you said, and you know what? If you only have one or two people to talk to, you're going to have that commission breath that you were talking about because you're going to feel so desperate. You're saying, if I don't, if I don't recruit this, but if I don't close, I have no one to talk to. If you have 80 to 100 people to talk to, you're like, even if things don't work out, guess what? You have more people to talk to. So the more people you have to talk to, the more you can relax. Like you said, Marry the process and divorce the outcome. And I love the fact, focus on the relationship. And I, you know, 
that thing you said about texting people, you saw some cute picture with the dog. I, I could tell you, you did that because you did that with me. You see a picture of me eating some great Italian food, you'll text me, hey, Victor, you're making me hungry. You know, you'll, 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 you'll do these yeah, funny texts. Victor, I promise you that's so genuine because yeah. you're always with food, right? You're always with food. And it's huge plates of food. Like, I'm twice your size, dude, and I can't eat half that amount. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, otherwise, I'll blow up like a balloon. But but it's true. But it, it is the truth. It is, the, And you'll get to like and know people. And by the way, we don't pitch each other, right? No, we no. just enjoy a relationship. Who knows what happened 25 years from now, right? Exactly. But the point is, Victor and I have a solid relationship that we're willing to do things for each other. Whatever happens from the future happens, right? Um, yeah, go ahead. No, absolutely. And and we have a great friendship. And, you know, a lot of the other people, you know, you mentioned like Angel and Dr. Doug, Austin, we become good friends with all those people. And like you said, absolutely. develop that friendship with people. <clears throat> Don't have that commission, Brad, because people can sense an ulterior motive. Because you know what? People... A lot of people are getting pitched by a lot of other people. So they know sure. when the pitch is coming. So they, they, they sense it's coming, their defense shield is going to go up. But if they sense right. you're coming from the angle of a friend, someone who's truly concerned, you want to learn more about it. And that's the thing. If you could talk to him as a friend, like you and I could talk to each other. I can ask you questions about your family, your wife, your kids. You can ask me about my family. And you know what? When you talk to someone as a friend, it's very easy to ask them questions. It's so easy to ask them questions and you have to genuinely be, you know, interested because some of those conversations will never lead to anything related to your business. But if you don't get, see it's it, that the problem is like, I'll have a lot of people argue with me about, Oh, I just get right to it. Hey, listen, I don't know if you're the type of person, but if it interests you great, here's what I do and everything else. I guarantee you, you're burning through so many potential yeses that way because you're not, we walk into a department store <laughs> On a, on, a, on a Friday night, because we have a wedding on Saturday, and we need a white shirt, button-down shirt, right? I'm a size 18, 37-length sleeve, right? And I know what I need. And I walk into that department store, right? And I'm walking by all these people with shopping bags walking out of the mall. Three salespeople come to attack me. What's the number one question? Hey, may I help you? The number one answer is... No, thanks. I'm just looking. And my wife looks at me like, what do you mean? You just, you need a shirt, white shirt. Tell the guy you need a shirt. I don't know why we say it, but we all say it, right? Let people have their just looking moment when mm -hmm. you're presenting your business. Let them have that time to breathe. It's a normal reaction. Allow them to just look for a day or so. Sometimes they'll look for an hour. We talked before about the skeptic. If you gave me a skeptic that I had to work on and maybe talk to him two, three, four times, maybe five times, send them some information, and you had somebody who's like, Paul, I don't care what it is. I see you're successful. I'm in. I'm ready to go. That guy has a better chance of not doing anything than the skeptic when he gets up and running. Because people that do that impulse buy, oh, guess what? Oh, there's another squirrel. Let me go chase that other squirrel. Mm -hmm. Well, they're chasing this squirrel. Another squirrel comes, and they're never going to get anywhere, right? So- um, stop thinking about sponsoring, you know, people and start sponsoring people that truly want to build. Look for people who are looking. Absolutely. And I think that's also a great point. Look for people who are actually looking. Don't, don't try to like pressure people to going like, yeah, if they do on an impulse buy, guess what? They're probably going to leave when the next shiny object comes. So 
you get what you recruit. So you gotta be, you know, take your time, yeah, give them that time to soak everything in and be patient. It may take several calls, but it's right. And it, like I say, you may be friends with these people two, three, four years, and that's fine. You never know. You could be friends with someone 10 years, you know, 10 years down the road, they want to join you. But even if they never join you, guess what? They may have friends who might be interested in what you have to offer and just say, you know what, I'm not interested, but you know what, I know a couple of people that might be interested in what you have to offer. See, you never know. Ask for help. Ask for help. help. Hey, can you do me a favor? I know this is not for you, but who do you know that's really entrepreneurial? Who do you know that's got that little bit of spark, that little bit of fire? I really want to meet them. Can you do me that favor? Right? Mm -hmm. And we can talk about how there will be, if we had a third party on this call and I asked them to take the opposite approach. No, no, you got to talk to everybody. No, no, you should recruit everybody because if you recruit everybody, maybe one of those people who are a maybe may become a yes. Yes, that is all possible. But you have to have a system that's going to give you the best possible outcome. There are always outliers, right? I, the, the hardest thing for me is when I have somebody join my business and they don't follow the simple system that's duplicatable and they come up with some crazy cockamamie landing page funnel thing and everything else and they get somebody in the first try. There's no telling them that that's not really going to work long term. So that's what I feel bad about. Somebody who has that instant success with something that's so off the mark that I know it's not going to survive because you're not going to get through to them. They're going to say, no, 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 it worked. I put one post out and I got to, I signed somebody up. Then you got to wait for that whole process to die out and then retrain them. Because why, why should we duplicate? Why should we make it easily duplicatable? Because not everyone has the same skill set as you, mm -hmm. you know, stop being so selfish because in your selfishness of saying, I got this great thing, you're taking away the potential for success from so many other people that could be in your downline. And guess what? True residual or recurring income comes from your people in your organization making 50,000 extra a year, 100,000 extra a year, 25,000 extra a year. If they're making an extra 500 a year and some other crazy product comes out with a cool package and a flashing light, they're gonna say, oh, maybe it's the product. Let me move on to there. You need to focus on their success. Yeah. And that's the great thing about this industry. You can only become successful by helping the people you bring only. in to become so. And you have to teach them to duplicate. And like you say, if you show them like you're this incredible talker and and they, they'll say to themselves, you know what? Yeah, well, you could do it, but I can't do what you do. But if you show them like, well, if you do this system and you talk to these people and you do it like this and they say, well, that I can do. If you show them a system that they can do and you show them that you're doing it and the other people on your team are doing it. And they're saying, if you just do the exact same thing everyone else is doing, you will eventually get results and they see that's doable and that you're going to help them on, on the way, on the road, on the journey to success. That, that's how you build your successful team. You got to show them it's duplicatable and you're going to help them grow their team. But if they see like, this is, this guy's just too amazing. I can't do it. Guess what? They're not even going to bother. So yeah, duplication, like you said, is, is, is it's not what works. It's what duplicates. As Victor, it's actually, saying. that's so brilliant. And I'm going to tell you, I learned that lesson the hard way because if I get on the phone and say, hey, I'm top of the uh, top pay rank, I'm a founding diamond ambassador of my company, you know, at the top of the money earning list and all of this great stuff, it's not. In fact, when I do my personals, someone in my downline is doing my three-way call. And then all of a sudden the guy says, all right, Paul, I definitely want to join with you. Okay, let me send you my link. We'll get started. And then all of a sudden I go into diamond ambassador mode and like, oh my God, I just went on, you put me into the Facebook page and the Facebook group for the company and I see you all over the place. I said, yeah, but you saw how I built the business with you. My buddy Rocco or Tina, whoever did the three-way call for you, I just shut up. 
I just shut up and I let them talk about it. I told you my story. I told you that I, I wanted to have a residual income. I wanted to have um, uh, multiple streams of income because of what happened in my company. And then I, be, I was quiet and I let them tell you what it was all about. Now, okay, if you feel that's an advantage to you to be personally sponsored by me, but I'm going to give you the same training and get to everybody else in my organization. But you realize that that's not why you came in and you can do what Tina did or Rocco did or, or Jay did or, or any of my people that I, I use with three-way calls for me. So um, it's so important to leave your ego at the door because it's hurting you. Right. What do we say? Ego edging God out. Right. Yep. You know, you're mm -hmm. edging God out because, listen, God's got a plan. And I don't care if you're religious or not. God has a plan for you, whether you accept it or not. OK. And I'm not going to say the higher power of the universe, the energy. God has a plan for you. And all you're doing is you're getting in the way. Amen. Think of it this way. There's a huge, beautiful rushing stream of abundance that's coming down mm -hmm. from from heaven. Right. Coming down this huge rush of waters coming down. And instead of us just giving ourselves to it and living with the abundance, like, well, how come that guy's doing so good? And how come that guy's doing so good? Because they let themselves go into their systems, into what they're doing. Think about this, this huge rushing river, and you want to come and put this big boulder in and drop it in the middle of the river. And what happens? You make mud. The waves start crashing against the rock. They're splashing over the banks, the sides of the river, and the holes, and you're just making an absolute mess. Mm -hmm. Take the rock out of your river and let it flow and just get on a leaf and boom, shoot down that river. Follow your systems, follow your heart, and make friends with people. That's the secret. We gave you, Victor, what I love about you is you don't have any secrets, right? And this is the secret to network marketing that everybody's looking for. And you have it. Uh, I've learned it. Some from you, some from Doug. You don't need to keep your secrets a secret because most people are not going to use the stuff that we teach them anyway. You hide your secrets right in plain sight because you may have one person on your team that gets it and becomes successful and then everybody becomes successful. So there's nothing I'm keeping. There's nothing Victor keeps in a little bag. This is just Victor's thing. No, we give it all out because we know most of you are not going to take it and not going to believe it and not going to think that that's the, that's the secret. And that's what's mostly the sad thing about network marketing is people is right in front of them and they're looking for some funnel system or, or somebody says, hey, I can put 50 people in your team overnight. Just pay me $2,000 a month and I'll do it for you. No, I, I, absolutely. And it, it, it's, there's no major secret. It's just basically do what the company, your sponsors, just follow the system, what everyone else is doing. And they're all having success using the system. Then you, you should just follow the system. But for right. some reason, people think they always know a little bit better than everyone else. So they want to do it a different way. And they wonder why they don't get results. If someone's right. making 10 times the amount of money you are, and they're your sponsor, your sponsor sponsor, and it's telling you this, you should probably do that. Like we both have a friend, Riala Andrews, a seven-figure earner, very successful network marketer. Two months ago, he went to our friend, Dr. Doug, and he went for coaching. And you know what? Those two months, he just did everything Dr. Doug told him to do. He didn't question anything he did. He didn't say, I'm going to do this different. I'm going to tweak this or that. He did whatever Dr. Doug told him. And guess what? He recruited 61 people last month. His team had an incredible record month because he just followed what Dr. Doug Window, top MLM coaches in the entire world, told him to do. This guy is already a seven-figure earner, but yet he was humble enough to follow what his coach told him to do. So you need to be humble enough to say, 
I don't know everything. There's a lot I don't know. There's this, these people know more than I do. They tell me to follow the system. You need to follow the system. Be humble enough. Be coachable. Be teachable. And if you're willing to do that, your life can change. But a lot of people, unfortunately, are not willing to do that. Yeah, well, I think that's a perfect example because, you know, you, you know, I don't want everybody on here to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get trained. But Dr. Doug is an amazing trainer, right. one of the top trainers out there, right? Um but he's got a program that you could uh, you could sign up for that's 20 bucks a month and he's got all there in there and you could you can just tap into all of that. I highly highly recommend him because he's actually done it. To, he's almost done over he's about to close in on 7 billion dollars mm -hmm. in total revenue through mm -hmm. his organization as a network marketer. That's absolutely staggering. Mm -hmm. So I want to go with people who are not only doing it done it but have have he's coached over 51 or 52 mm -hmm. yeah. top network marketers okay i'll mm -hmm. let you in on a little secret i work with dr doug but the reason I'm, I'm i'm suppressing it a little because i don't want people to think look here's the greatest thing i can tell you as you achieve a new rank or you become a new person and you keep moving up in life you have to become a new person so start at the level that you're at now and you got to realize, okay, you have to reinvent yourself every single time you go up the food chain, you need to reinvent yourself over and over again. So maybe you're not ready for thousands of dollars a month in coaching, but you're definitely ready for $20 to get the information that's there. Now you got to kind of sort through it yourself, but here's a little warning I'm going to give you about this stuff. And I said it today, you want to snack on trading on training. You don't want to binge eat on training, right? Yes. You don't want to make all these notes, have all this paper, and you're going to, right away, you're going to switch everything and keep trying something new every week. You got to stick with things and then use a fine screwdriver to find, to like you're tuning in an old-fashioned radio. You got to tune that station in because if you start scrambling all over the place, you'll never find the station. You got to fine tune it in. And then when you're going to make a radical change, you got to really think it through because if you don't give something six months or so of consistent use, you don't know if it's really going to work or not. If you get one no and want to change your system again, trust me, the next one, you're going to get a no as well, because you're not good at it yet. You haven't worked the bugs out. You know what I mean? You haven't got your, 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 your mojo down. I, I 90% of my outreaches are actual voice messages on messenger on linkedin on whatever platform i'm using hey victor how you doing it's paul listen i'm so glad we connected and i really wanted to get to know you a little bit so i'd love to book a call with you but until then i just want to tell you a couple of things number one i don't know how you eat as much as you eat but it's it's the greatest thing i've ever seen and i know you go to a lot of places in new york i worked in that lower manhattan but when you get some time can you just give me a few minutes that we could chat a little bit just get to know each other mm -hmm. that's it guys not hey i'm in business i was wondering if we could do business together uh i have a so now if the guy um looks like he's never taken his tie off in his entire life and he sleeps in his tie then you could say hi frank uh, my name is paul Caposio, and if you know by my profile i've been in the human resources space for the last 35 years i've trained over 850 salespeople, and now i'm coaching about 10,000 entrepreneurs and i have something a business plan i'd love to share with you if you have some time tailor it to the person but i'm telling you that Victor can do the suit and tie thing, but he's also going to go and have a veal parmesan that's the size of Texas, right? So you can approach him differently than you would the guy that you think sleeps in a suit and tie, mm -hmm. you know? So tail, get to know the person a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. before you, you, you use that script that everybody tells you is surefire, yeah. you know?
Yeah, and I agree. Uh, you can't use the same script on everyone. And every, they're different personalities, different types. You know, some people are red personalities, some are yellow. So you got to talk differently to different people. But if you can't give the same script to all those different personalities, you're going to get different responses. You're going to say, what's going on here? So when I talk to people, I try to see know what kind of person they are, what kind of personality they are. And then I tailor my conversation to them because so, I got to speak a different way to a yellow personality than a red personality than a white personality. And again, I love the voicemail messages. I agree, it comes across as more personable, that you come across as a more real person. So I like it when people leave me voice messages. I, I've, I've been leaving a lot more voicemail messages. And a couple other things you were talking about before. Number one, uh, be careful about trying to switch things, radical things all the time. If you try something for a week or two, it doesn't work. Unfortunately, we are, an, we are in an era of instant gratification. We want everything happening yesterday. So I was asking Deb Erickson about this last week. And she says, and, we, and she says, people have to remember, great things take time. A baby takes nine months to develop in a mother's womb. A plant will take weeks and months before it fully blooms. And your business has to be treated the same way. You can't expect right. it to sprout in a day. So I thought that was a great analogy she Perfect. shares. That we always have to remember great things take time and that includes your business. And we also have to remember like you, you could be binge training like you were talking about. You could, you want to learn as much as you can, but the, the, a big gap for a lot of people, and I went through this many years ago, uh, there's a big gap between learning everything possible and then actually applying it. When you close that gap, so there's no gap between what you're learning and what you're actually taking action on, that's where your business grows. But but Correct. two people want to learn as much as they can and they're not really taking much action, but that's why your business is not growing. You need to talk to people, for example. If, if, they, if you're not making calls, messaging people, reaching out to people, your business is going on. You, you, you have more of a hobby than a business. So yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta break down components of your business to a simple one to five word answer, right? Mm -hmm. And so, well, tell me about your product. Oh, it's great! It's an anti-aging product. It does this. It does that. Here's some before and after. Well, tell me more. Tell me about the ingredients. I tell you why. You seem like a detail-oriented guy. I'm gonna send you a video. I'm gonna push them off to the to the to the content that's provided instead of trying to be this hero and talk about ingredients list and 32 ingredients, you know, I, I represent a company that has a nootropics product that's 32 ingredients. I gotta be honest with you, I know three of them, but I use the product every single day and it keeps me focused. I've been, I got up this morning, I was on a plane, I'm in Florida, I'm in a hotel, I gotta jump, you know, you, you know my lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll be speaking to people tonight, tomorrow, the next day, I'm doing seven events. So, um, you know, I don't have the time to go into that. I just know it works for me. It'll work for 97% of the people who try it. And if you want to know more than that, here's a great video. But I'll tell you this, they're learning how to manage their business, right? What does a lawyer say? You come into his office, he takes your case down. And then what does he do? Most of the typing and most of your case that's given to a lawyer is done by a paralegal mm -hmm. who's sitting outside of his office, not the attorney. We have the same structure in the network marketing business. You are the attorney, right? And you need to do the most important things, which is recruiting and helping your people. Any other data can be done by your video system, your back office, or, or they can go on a nightly training. Every company has all of these things, guys. I'm not going to talk good or bad about any network marketing company because there are very few bad ones today. That's another thing. Oh, network marketing sucks. No, network marketing is more highly regulated than the credit card industry. 
consumer lending. Trust me, I've been in corporate America for years, right? We are so highly regulated. Can't make income claims, can't make product claims, can't do this. It's mm-hmm. so restrictive, it's ridiculous. And you keep calling it a scam. So if you're a skeptic and you're watching me right now, or you have a skeptic, let them clip this out and watch this section. Ask them if they bought a television with a credit card in the United States and paid the minimum payment, how many years would it take them to pay off that TV? And mm-hmm. that's not a scam. But if you come mm-hmm. into network marketing, and you buy a kit and your husband comes to you 60 days later and says, what are you doing? You're doing this other scam again. And I don't know if you're wasting our time and money and all this other stuff. Guess what? A network marketing company has to take that product back. Absolutely. Right? So yeah. you're in an industry that's so highly regulated, but yet you're doing outdated uh, concepts because you think it's the right thing to say. Oh, it's a, it's a pyramid scheme. Why? Because you heard your grandfather say that 30 years ago, right? Yeah. You know, so so it's very, very highly regulated. And people, so I asked them this. Are you asking me that question because you're giving me a soft no? Because let's get to know right away because then I could move on. I don't want to waste your time. And I certainly am not going to waste my time. But if you want to know why that is a wrong answer, I'll share it with you. But if you're not really going to consider it, why bother? You know, but if I could leave you in a better place about my industry, I'll gladly spare you 15 minutes. But if you're just giving me a soft no, why don't we just, you know, man to man say, this is not for you. You know, don't, don't trash my business that you know nothing about, you know, that I've made, you know, crazy money in for the last three and a half years because I put my head down and I've learned what I needed to learn about the business. Just like any business, you could open up the worst pizza. Well, even bad pizza is good pizza, but, <laughs> um, but still, you know, you're, you're going to, uh, you need to know your business at some level. That's why I have, I am bulletproof on the industry. I'm bulletproof on my company's products. I'm bulletproof on compensation plans because I've done the research and I'm building a business every single day with thousands of people, you know? So by doing that, that's how you get your chops, you know? That's how Brady knows, you know, what he could do at 70 yards out, what he could do at 60 yards out, what he could do at 120 yards out, uh, uh, you know, 100 yards out, what he can get done. He knows his arm. I know my arm. You know what I mean? And what I don't know about some, you'll see on Clubhouse, Victor, you're great at this too, right? We are, we are strong enough to say, that's not my area. I don't, I don't want to give you bad advice because it's not a reflection on us. It's a reflection on the fact that why am I going to give you advice that I don't know nothing about? Hold on a second. I got a, I got a call. Sorry. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm working on my phone because I'm traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no, I think that was some great stuff you just shared. That I like the more you started off with the example of the lawyer giving his work to the paralegal, and he's really talking to the clients, but most of the work's being done by the paralegal. And you got to be the same way. You got to be talking to prospects all the time. That's that should be where your main focus is. Right. And and, and defending the industry because you, you're rock solid. You believe you're coming. You believe in the industry. It's it's definitely heavily regulated. Not only that, it's huge. Network market did 200 billion last year. It's more than all the major sports combined the nfl is a spec onto what we do absolutely yeah and it's 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 legal in over 120 countries you can you you can imagine don't not that amount of countries would not make it legal if it were if there was something wrong it's a great thing and never mind that we we're living in the united states which is the most highly regulated of 
all. Why? Absolutely. Because they're kind of anti-small business a little bit. Listen, yeah. if somebody comes to you and says, oh, I was in network marketing and never made any money. Well, then you never spoke, you never told your accountant at the end of the year that you had a network marketing company and you were you, you had the potential to receive a 1099 and he didn't take tax deductions. I think uh, the woman who does all the tax uh, training for network marketing companies, uh, she said the average is $2,400 in savings on a reduced tax liability, $2,400, right? So mm -hmm. if you're working a W-2 income and you never sell anything in the network marketing business, but you attempt to build it, you're going to reduce your taxes by $2,400, mm -hmm. you know, or some yeah. number to that effect, but consult your tax accountant, not me, right. you know, uh, just, you know, but ask your accountant about it when you're filing your taxes, if you've been in a network marketing business. And tell them, tell them you went to an event. Tell them you go every Saturday to a mm -hmm. to a, a a restaurant and you have a meeting, or you go to some networking event, or the tip, or something, whatever you're doing to try to build your business. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and the other thing I'll just say, and this is all that you said is, no industry has created more female millionaires than the network marketing industry. So it's an incredible yeah. industry. And so anyway, Paul, we're getting to to the end right now because I know you need to leave in a few minutes. So yeah. the last thing I just want to ask you is. Do you have any last minute tips for people in terms of how to be successful in network marketing? And also, what is the best way for people to reach out and contact you? Okay, so we'll start with the most important thing first, which is the last tip I wanna give you. Don't make your marketing plan or your learning plan or your education plan your avoidance plan. Meaning many of you are not doing the do because you're like, oh no, well, let me get this training. And oh, I got to watch you. You know, Marina War is doing an amazing thing right now, right? But if you watch Marina today, or the most powerful women in network marketing, and you didn't do any recruiting today, you really did yourself a disservice because you're getting all of this training, mm -hmm. but what are you doing with it? So mm -hmm. don't make your education of network marketing or your marketing plan. Let me build the funnel and then I'll build a, a landing page and a capture page. And what if I get, I need a spreadsheet because if I get all these contacts, Go get the contacts first and back into a, a, a CRM or back into, there's some great products out there. We have a friend that has one of the most powerful products out there, right? And it's free, by the way. Mm -hmm. Tom Chenault's contact mm -hmm. mapping. I'll give him a plug because I love him. Mm -hmm. um, but you will tend to gear towards a training session that your company's given instead of saying, no, 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 I didn't get my recruiting in. Dr. Doug teaches five by five, right? Five of outreach, mm -hmm. um, five exposures, five follow-ups. You know, you, you go through that whole thing. I don't want to take his training away because you, you get into a clubhouse room and we give gold like that mm -hmm. every single day. Yep. So, so, uh, and I'm running out of power here. So I got to, I got to close up really quick. Okay. The last thing is how to get in touch with me, paulcaposio.com, P-A-U-L-C-A-P-O-Z-I-O.com, paulcaposio.com. You could book a free 15 minute coaching session with me. Uh, make sure you know what you want to talk about. Um, you know, you know, and I'll, I'll do that for you. If you need some, some help, I'm glad to do it. I got to fit it in my team and my recruiting is number one, but I will usually find about two to three sessions a day that I can give to some people, give them a little extra coaching. Awesome. Paul, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. It's always great to see you, my friend. I love all the value and the wisdom you share with us. And I know the audience got a lot of value out of it. It's always great to see you. And I appreciate it because I know you have a very busy schedule. Have a great time at your conference there. And I'll see you soon. Have an amazing day, my friend. Take thank care. You, you too, man. I love you. Anything for you. I love it, Victor. So talk to you soon. And, and take it easy on the Ville Parmesan. Okay, we'll do, my friend. God bless. <laughs> love you. Bye-bye. Uh,
Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.